Brooke, (laughs) have you ever been at a public event when something completely unexpected happens and literally the whole vibe just shifts? I feel like you already know my answer, and it's 100% last week at the Ambies when we didn't win and the whole audience cried. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's interesting you say that because what ties into that is how Will Smith, who my brother thought was at the Ambies, (laughs) was at the Oscars. (laughs) And I'm obviously thinking about how he smacked Chris Rock on live television. Yeah, everyone's talking about it except your brother. And I guess you could say this is a story all about how Will's life got flipped, turned upside down. Amen. Philly was in the house last night. Oh, it came up. From Wondery, I'm Marisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. It's Monday, March 28th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. Life is full of personal wins, whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list. Winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Have you ever covered a carpet stain with a rug? Ignored a leaky faucet? Pretended your half-painted living room is supposed to look like that? Well, you're not alone. We've all got unfinished home projects. But there's an easier way. When you download Thumbtack, it's easier to care for your home from top to bottom. Pull out your phone and in just a few steps, you can search, chat, and book highly rated pros right in your neighborhood. Plus, you'll know what to tackle next because Thumbtack is the app that shows you what to do, who to hire, and when. So say goodbye to all those unfinished home projects and say hello to caring for your home the easier way. Download Thumbtack and start a project today. Oscar night is by far the biggest event in the film industry. It's a global glitz fest that has movie fans literally glued to their televisions, but it's also typically pretty uneventful. I mean, Mm -hmm. the ratings are on a downward spiral for years now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes an envelope gets mixed up or someone comes in with the name Adele Dazeem. (laughs) But nothing has ever topped the drama of last night's smack heard around the world which was when actor Will Smith walked on stage and slapped Chris Rock right in the face. Like, this was giving early 2000s VMAs for me. And Mm. I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. okay, the Oscars are interesting, finally. Yeah, Um, Earlier in the day, I literally was like, God, the Oscars are so boring. What are we going to talk about on Rich and Bailey? And then this This happened. happened. Truly the wildest moment ever. So Chris was on stage presenting Best Feature Documentary, He was delivering, like, this mini monologue, so he had jokes about 
some of the people that were in the audience. He joked about how Penelope Cruz and her husband, Javier Bardem, are both being nominated for an Oscar. And then he took a jab at Jada Pinkett Smith. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? So Jada has a closely shaved hairstyle due to her alopecia, which is an autoimmune condition that leads to hair loss. And Chris's joke is referencing actor Demi Moore's famously shaved head for her role in the 1997 film G.I. Jane. So right after Chris made the joke, the camera cuts to Will and Jada in the audience. And Will is initially seen laughing and smiling. Mm -hmm. But if you look at Jada, she looks pissed off, Mm -hmm. annoyed, unhappy. She even rolls her eyes, not laughing, not smiling. Yeah. So then the camera cuts back to Chris on stage. The audience is still kind of reacting to the joke. And you can actually hear like an audible like, oh, from Mm -hmm. the audience. Mm -hmm. Um, And Chris was like, that was a nice one, okay? Like defending his joke. Yeah. Never a good sign for comedians when you have to defend your joke. Yeah. Defending and explaining jokes are the worst thing you could ever do. (laughs) Truly. Um, So then Chris says, "Uh uh-oh, Richard, and he's laughing. Richard Mm -hmm. is obviously referring to Richard Williams, who is the character that Will played in King Richard, which is about Venus and Serena Williams and their dad. And then we see Will walking straight toward Chris. Chris Mm -hmm. is still laughing, but you can tell he doesn't know what to make of it. Um, And then Will comes up and smacks him right in the face. Like, you can can hear Mm -hmm. the contact. Yeah. That was one of those things. <laughs> I love that we were together when this all happened. Because mm-hmm. just like watching it unfold of like, is this real? Right. Everyone's like, what's happening here? Is this a bit? Is this uh, chaos? This was yeah. absolute chaos. Yeah. I mean, you and I both were like, oh, because we heard about it before we saw it. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, it's probably fake. Like, it's probably staged. But that was completely cleared up when Will went back to his seat. Yeah, because it did not end there after no. hitting Chris. Um, he's back in a seat, and you can tell that he's still very upset. Yeah. Um, and Chris is recovering <laughs> um, in complete shock. And Chris says, "Wow, Will Smith just <laughs> smacked the shit out of me." And the audience has no idea like how to react. It's got to be the most awkward thing in the world sitting yeah. there. You know what it made me think of um, when you said somebody looked like Mark Ruffalo as a baby, <laughs> which was true. And we're just sitting at that table and just stunned silence. Well, the difference between me and Chris Rock is what I said was hard facts. <laughs> so um, so you can obviously see that Will is, like, not happy. No. And then he yells, "Yeah, keep my wife's name out your f- mouth. Ooh, well said. Thank you. Said you. It just I thought like that was did. good. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. And then Chris is like, it was a G.I. Jane joke. But mm-hmm. then Will repeats it. Mm-hmm. For another 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 F bomb. Yeah. And Chris is like, okay, I'm going to. He's like, yeah, all right, all like, right. <laughs> they don't train you for this kind of heckling, that's for sure. No. Uh, I mean, but the thing to remember is that Will started as a comedian too. You know what I mean? So it's Well, he started as a rapper, which is like Well, true, yeah. This kind of stuff, all you do is, you know, spit sweet raps. Diss tracks, baby. Um, so yeah, so Will definitely had his reasons for what he did. He was clearly upset that Chris was riffing on Jada's medical condition. I mean, she's spoken out about it quite a few times. Yeah. And while there are supporters on both sides, a lot of people immediately jumped on Team Will because he was, at the end of the day, standing up for his wife. Right. Which I have thoughts on. We can get to those after. But... The alopecia is obviously a sensitive issue for Jada. I can imagine, like, losing your hair is 
hard. Yeah. And she's been really open about her struggles with alopecia. She was first diagnosed in 2018, and she shared her feelings about it on her show Red Table Talk, and she's talked about it on Instagram. At the time, she said, My hair has been a big part of me. Taking care of my hair has been a beautiful ritual, and having the choice to have hair or not, and then one day to be like, oh my God, I might not have that choice anymore. Yeah, which is like a legitimate thing. I mean, we talked about this. Like hair, it's a huge part of a lot of people's identities. And Mm -hmm. like your stuff, it's like not by choice. I mean, there are plenty of women that choose to shave their hair off. But when you don't have a choice, that's like, I feel like you end up losing a part of your identity. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. And then what's interesting is that this is not the first time that there's been apparently bad blood between Jada and Chris. Um, so it's entirely possible that this joke about her medical condition was just the last straw for Will. Yeah, that's 100% possible. So back in 2016, Chris was presenting at the Oscars, and Jada had actually famously boycotted the ceremony due to its lack of diversity. Um, I'm sure people remember that Oscar so white Mm -hmm. conversation that happened a couple years ago. And Chris made a joke at the time about Jada's stance, saying, Jada boycotting the Oscars is like me boycotting Rihanna's panties. I wasn't invited. That's mm-hmm. a burn. That it is, is a burn. A burn and a half. I mean, that's that's something that I want to start using. <laughs> you should. The world's your oyster. <laughs> I mean, so clearly this is a big deal. I mean, Will Smith, at the end of the day, physically assaulted someone on television on right. Hollywood's biggest night. Yeah. It's hard to move past that. But the show must go on, and the Oscars did resume. (laughs) Definitely a shift in the tone. (laughs) I still can't—my favorite is Nicole Kidman's reaction. Just, it's like, Nicole, they've already voted on who's going to win Best Actor. Like, you don't need to perform (laughs) right now. And of course, because this is Hollywood, Will went on to win the Best Actor Oscar for his role in King Richard. Yeah, so this was Will's first Oscar. And, like, there's been a lot of buildup to him winning his first Oscar. Mm-hmm. So it's it's wild. Um, and his speech was almost five minutes long. He <laughs> didn't directly address Smacking Chris or directly apologize to him, but he did apologize to the Academy. And he talked a lot about Richard Williams being a fierce defender of his family. So it kind of did come off like he was trying to justify what he did. I'm being called on in my life to love people and to protect people. And I know to do what we do, you got to be able to take abuse. You got to be able to have people talk crazy about you. In this business, you got to be able to have people disrespecting you. Yeah, like, my thing about this is you can protect and love people without getting physical. 100%. Like, I'm all for Will Smith and defending his wife. Like, yeah, just take out the slap and everything he did, I'd be like, yes, yes, get it. And that's what I keep seeing is everyone was like, well, he was defending his wife. He was defending his wife. But the defense doesn't match the crime in my eyes. If Chris Rock went up to Jada and was like, I'm going to attack you, then sure, (laughs) punch him right in the mouth. But like... Right. You could have used your words to defend her. Yeah. So that's yeah. where it is for me. And I mean, for me, what was more uncomfortable as somebody who just loves other people's <laughs> drama was him yelling, keep my wife's name. Yeah. Like, that was more uncomfortable than the slap. So it's like, that's obviously way more effective. Nobody yells <laughs> at the Oscars. True. Yeah. <sighs> it was 
it was a moment. So, of course, the question then on everyone's mind is, are there going to be actual consequences for Will? I mean, LAPD officers were right there at the Dolby Theater. They were not anywhere else in this city. They were literally all there at the Dolby Theater, perfect time to commit crime. And while they did talk to Chris, he apparently decided that he did not want to file a report or press charges against Will. Yeah, so there may be no legal consequences against Will, but the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, which is too long of a Mm -hmm. name for an academy, has announced they're launching a formal review of the incident. The Academy released a statement today saying they condemn Will's actions and said they will explore further action and consequences in accordance with our bylaws, standards of conduct, and California law. Some people have suggested Will's Oscar should be revoked. Not sure I necessarily agree with that. Like, come on. That seems extreme. Oscars are fake anyway. All awards shows are big <laughs> Until circle we get one, Unless fake. we win one. Exactly. The first Ambies, total up Legitimate. And up. Second, Second one, circle clown jerk. show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but according to page six, the fight is, I guess, squashed. So... Sean, Diddy, Puff Daddy, Puffy, Combs. Diddy, Dids. Uh, <laughs> did Daddy. Uh, he confirmed at the Vanity Fair Oscar after party, which we famously drove past yesterday, mm-hmm. that <laughs> Will and Chris have settled things. Diddy said, that's not a problem. That's over. I can confirm that. And then he adds, it's all love. They're brothers. And also, I'm still trying to get my daughter roles in Hollywood. <laughs> Brooke, I was just going to say. What you didn't say was a quote where he was like, also, my daughter's available to star in the biopic of this fight. That was so crazy. If I, for anyone who doesn't know, basically at the beginning on the red carpet, Diddy had his daughter there and he was like, yeah, she's an actress and all this stuff. Like he was so he was pushing her on yeah. us all, basically. And the host was like, OK. And she's like, yeah, I'm an aspiring actress. It's like the, my dad's name isn't enough to get me roles, apparently. Right. The reporter's like, I'm not a casting director, but congrats. <laughs> Give me your resume. I'll see what I can do. Um, So whether or not Will faces any legal consequences or punishment from the Academy, this whole thing has, I I don't know why I'm surprised, but literally, I think I showed you, I was like scrolling through Instagram. I was like, Brooke, literally every post is about this fight. Yeah. And what's just so interesting to me is that it's, people are pretty divided. I know. It's funny because when we first saw it, we're like, oh, someone assaulted someone else. It's pretty cut and dry. Yeah. But then I'm yeah. reading more and more, and I'm like, okay, it's yeah. not. Because yeah. I'm a clown, and nothing is cut and dry. Ever <laughs> you anymore. You are a clown. <laughs> the biggest. Oh, man, a clown without a second Ambi. Ooh, oh, it hurts. man, the worst type of clown, really. <laughs> From Wondery, I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziprin. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. And tell your friends we've got the hot goss. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. 
Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.